How does it feel like to be a parent while having depression and suicidal tendencies? Does it exacerbate the guilt and shame of having mental illness even further? How does having a parent with mental illness affect a child in the long run? These were the questions I was replaying in my mind and trying to answer as I was watching after Sun. But for the first time in my life, on the brink of my 30s, I was trying to feel my way through these questions and avoid the lens of psychology, science, statistics, and rationales. Because of this, watching After Sun turned into much more than simply experiencing a movie. It became a painful but also enriching emotional roller coaster. After Sun is a touching directorial debut by Charlotte Wells set in the late 1990s. It follows 11-year-old Sophie and her 30-year-old father, Kellum, to a Turkish resort. Kellum and Sophie's mother are divorced and he doesn't live in his hometown Edinburgh anymore, so Kellum rarely gets to see Sophie. The film opens with Kellum and Sophie's arrival at the all-inclusive resort in Turkey. While Kellum unpacks his clothes, Sophie plays with a video recorder and starts interviewing him. She asks seemingly random, innocent question. When you were As the audience sees the trip mostly through Sophie's eyes and memories, Kellum's depression is never explicitly mentioned, but his self-destructive tendencies are clearly portrayed. For example, we witness him expressing doubts about his future to a diving instructor, stating that he never imagined himself living beyond 40, and is even surprised to have made it to 30. Additionally, we see him walking on the street full of cars with little regard for his own safety. In another scene, he gets drunk and recklessly ventures out into the ocean at night during high waves. Kelm doesn't seem to have found his place in the world. He seems to feel lost, lonely, and unaccomplished. Even when Sophie asks him whether he wants to return to Scotland, his home country, Kelm answers that he doesn't feel like he belongs there or has ever belonged there. In one of the scenes, Sophie tells him, don't you ever feel like you're just done a whole amazing day and then you come home and feel tired and down, feels like your bones don't work, they're just tired and everything is tired, like you're sinking. As she describes the depression-like state, we see Callum standing in the bathroom, washing his face. As soon as he hears Sophie's words, we watch him freeze. He seems to get angry and terrified as if fearing Sophie might have inherited his illness. He nervously answers, well, we are here to have a good time, as if not being able to bear the weight of this conversation and spits onto his own reflection in the mirror, as if feeling disgusted with himself. This particular scene made my stomach turn because I can relate so much to this paralyzing fear Fear of forever staining your child with your illness. The fear that illness is the only thing you will pass on. At the same time, the scene also made me realize that the full human being cannot be defined or reduced to the mental illness or the lack of it. It made me realize that choosing not to have children solely because of the fear of passing on one's depression is perhaps an oversimplified response. Sophie, who, as we see later in the film, did inherit her father's depression, is much more than just someone with mental illness. 
This scene reminded me that being human encompasses so much more than just one's health status, regardless of how daunting or overwhelming it may seem. Sophie's depiction is a full human being with all her lovability, complexity and capacity to change and grow helped challenge my notion that it is simply better to avoid having children if there is even a tiny chance of giving my depression to them. For me, even having such a realization and a new outlook on the subject meant gaining much more compassion for myself through feeling compassion for Callum, which is the most significant shift that the movie or art in general can cause in a person. Later in adulthood, Sophie seems to cherish the memories of her father and their trip together. These memories seem to have lasted for her precisely because the love they shared persisted and because the love eclipsed everything else. Despite all the pain that Callum's absence has caused Sophie, she still appears to define their relationship by love, not by absence, depression, suicide or anger. By the end of the holiday, at the hotel party, Sophie and Callum danced to Queen and David Bowie's music. Parallel to watching them dance, we are transported into the present, into the adult Sophie's mind and memories, where her father is still dancing, only in the dark, disappearing and appearing again, as if in a fragmented, almost forgotten memory. We can hear the lyric, can't we give ourselves just one more chance? Why can't we give love that one more chance? Why can't we give love, give love, give love? Sophie seems frustrated as she tries to stop Callum and make him notice her, but he continues to dance. It's as if, even as an adult, in her mind, Sophie is trying to undo the finality of this dance, prevent it from becoming a memory, and make Callum communicate with her, make him real. Parallelly, we also see Sophie as a child hugging Callum and squeezing him tightly, as if trying to hold on to him as hard as she can. We see an adult Sophie doing the same in the dark, but then Sophie sees Callum falling into the darkness, perhaps both the darkness of her fading memories and his depression, followed by eventual death. This scene demonstrates how much of Sophie's mental life was defined by trying to hold on to her father and keep communicating with him, even though it was impossible. To me, the most heartbreaking aspect of this film was witnessing Callum's desperate attempts to hold on to life. Despite his struggles, we see him trying to envision a future and even make promises to Sophie about always being there for her. However, as the film progresses, we see him losing his grip on these promises and ultimately being unable to keep them. Such portrayal of someone grappling with suicidal ideation and desperately trying to hold on to life is depicted with an enormous amount of compassion and empathy in the aftersun. The film captures the raw emotional turmoil that often precedes suicide and serves as a poignant reminder of the complex and deeply personal struggles that many individuals face in their fight to hold on to life. Even love as deep and profound as Callum's love for Sophie is often, unfortunately, not enough when it comes to suicidal ideation. In its essence, After Sun is a film about parenthood, 
depression, grief, memories, time, and the delicate, fragile fabric of human life.